Hey guys, welcome to the Crushed Ice Combo Podcast with me, your host, Janelle Strasberg. What's up, Crushed Ice Convo? Today I have with me Samantha, and she's here to talk about all things regarding being a mom, a yoga instructor, and a blogger. Yes. So thank you for coming and thank sharing you. with us today. Um, we actually don't know each other very well, which is, this is like my first interview where I don't really know someone very well. Oh, awesome. So I think this is going to be really fun. Yes. Um, and I hope that we'll have some awesome conversation. Um, so first off, let's dive into the yoga a little bit. Yeah. Where did that even start? So I actually, I started practicing yoga in 2010. Okay. One of my friends was going through instructor training. So um, in in order to become an instructor, you practice on everybody you know. So I got to go to his home and practice yoga with him. Um, And then once he started teaching in studios and in rec centers and things, I started Mm -hmm. taking his classes, just trying to support him. And I really enjoyed practicing. Mm -hmm. Um, Later on, though, I I really wasn't able to make it to as many classes because of momming. Mm -hmm. So I, I developed a home practice. And just over time, I started to take it more seriously. Um, I became a Christian in 2011. Mm -hmm. And I was really afraid that I would have to abandon my yoga practice because there's a lot of misconceptions about its relation Mm -hmm. to the Hindu religion and um, its roots and its intentions and things of the sort. But um, I stumbled upon Holy Yoga, which is a global ministry that trains up yoga teachers to carry the gospel to the ends of the earth. Yeah, it's really, their mission is very exciting and very beautiful. And um, I love their founder. I love what they're about. And um, I found them probably in 2012. Okay. And then I attended, we don't have any holy yoga instructors in our area. So I drove to Springfield, Ohio by myself. So what is that, like an hour? It's like, well, it's about an hour outside of Columbus. So it's about three and a half hours from us. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's a jog. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) But they did an event down there, just like a one day thing. Mm -hmm. And so I drove down there and I attended it and I came back so sure that this is meaningful to me. Like this is something I really want to do. Okay. Um, and a way that I could really see, uh, my gifting coming to life, you know, Mm -hmm. for the body. Mm -hmm. So I sat on that and I prayed on that and I waited and Mm -hmm. I waited and I waited. And then in 2018, I officially started my teacher training. Okay. So that's just kind of the yeah and rep overview. So you you mentioned it a little bit, but I'd like to dive in a little bit more just regarding the Christianity versus yoga. So, yeah. um, have you had a lot of backlash, just like in the Christian religion, of people being like, "What are you doing?" Right. Or, yeah. Like at first, I did. Mm-hmm. Um, when I when I first got saved, there was a lot of questions about uh, really just people kind of trying to encourage me to be careful and research mm-hmm. it for myself. And mm-hmm. then I, I had a few people that were really discouraging about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I did kind of like step away for a little while and stop practicing for a little while because I really wasn't sure um, about everything. And then finally, I once I found holy yoga, mm-hmm. I was like, oh my gosh, everything that you're saying makes complete sense. And, and so then that encouraged me to go on an even deeper... I guess, um, just journey about really where yoga comes from and how yoga was developed and what it was developed for. Um, 
So what's the difference from that holy yoga and like regular regular yoga? yoga. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't well, know. Yoga actually, very well. so yoga is um, ultimately it's a spiritual discipline. A lot of people, especially in Western culture, use it for just a physical exercise. Mm-hmm. It's just yeah, because I heard you can like build core strength. Yeah, and things like that. yeah, you're increasing your flexibility, you're releasing tension in the body. So most people use it in Western civilization for just an exercise. They mm-hmm. want to lose weight. They want to relax. Um, they want to find some comfort in their body because we have a very sedentary lifestyle. We mm-hmm. sit a lot. Yeah, I feel that one. <laughs> yeah, right. So um, that's really what a lot of people think it's about. But then they're confused that that this came out of the Hindu religion um, when really it, it predates the Hindu religion by a couple of hundred years. That's interesting. Yes. So it's it in and of itself is its own spiritual discipline, Mm -hmm. similar to something like prayer or fasting or meditation, um, which we practice in Christianity, but we don't have proprietary control over prayer and meditation and fasting. Mm -hmm. Other, every other religion practically uses those same tools. So if you, if you look at yoga through that lens, that this is just a spiritual discipline that can be used to enhance our worship experience and our encounter with, our personal God, then, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's perfectly appropriate to be used knowing that it doesn't belong to any one religion and it isn't a religion in and of itself. Mm-hmm. So, okay. no, yeah, that's, that's really yeah. neat. <laughs> and so do you, um, what steps do you do just a little bit different within that holy yoga? Well, within, so a lot of people, um, being that there are, like I said, over a hundred different schools of yoga, mm-hmm. there's, over a hundred different ways to practice. So in a Christian sense though, we aren't there to empty our minds and we're not there to meditate on what people would assume of being like nothingness, like trying to pursue a sense of blankness and emptiness in the mind. Okay. Um, which is considered in the Hindu religion. I, I believe it's the Hindu religion to be some sort of, um, like attainable goal, like you, that's what you're working towards is a yeah. state of emptiness. I actually, um, it's funny that you bring that up. I actually was watching a documentary on Netflix. It's like the story mm. of God yes. and it's from Morgan Freeman and they were practicing yoga and talking mm. about that state of just blank. Yes. And so I think that's interesting. That Complete detachment. Totally different than what you are going for. Yes. So what we, what we focus on in a, in a Christ-centered meditation or in a Christ-centered yoga practice is to meditate on the Word of God and to meditate on the characteristics of God and who Christ is. Um, in yoga, so yoga was uh, developed under the Sanskrit language. It's an ancient language. Um, and the word for whatever your focus is, your focused gaze which could be your actual physical gaze, like literally what you set your eyes on to help you balance in a balanced pose, but also sort of like what you set your heart on mm. um, is called your drish, drishti. I'm going to say Ooh. that one slowly and carefully because <laughs> uh, you can't say it too fast. <laughs> so when in, in holy yoga practice or in a Christ-centered practice, we would set our drishti as Christ, mm-hmm. um, focusing on him, focusing on grace, and really just trying to experience um, worship in a very holistic sense, like holistic with a W in front of it, like a very complete mm. worship experience um, using our minds, our bodies, our souls, and our hearts all at the same time Mm -hmm. as is commanded in Mark 1230 Mm. to encounter the grace of God and to respond to the grace of God that was offered to us through Christ. So 
That's really That's cool. our, I would say, our most significant <laughs> difference. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's it's, it's about mindset, filling yourself up sure. with, with the Word of God and, and allowing grace and the Holy Spirit to come in to your heart rather than emptying yourself of everything. Okay. And do you guys, like, listen to worship music yes. during? Okay. Mm-hmm. And then are you, like, saying verses or what yeah, is Yeah. So, I mean, every teacher has their own voice, mm-hmm. so to speak. Yeah. So um, some people will do small sermons, like little messages and stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't tend to do that. Mm-hmm. I um, I kind of like to get myself out of the way a little bit. I, I'm just a placeholder. Yeah. Um, and that's all I ever want to be. <laughs> so I, I tend to practice uh, what's called Lectio Divina in my classes, mm-hmm. where I will I'll come prepared with a scripture and I'll come prepared with a playlist and we will spend a few moments in the beginning of class just sort of quietly meditating. I will pray us into class. We read our scripture. We read it a couple of times over and over and over again, basically. Okay. We flow for a while. We come into another sort of uh, calm, meditative posture. Mm-hmm. And then from there, I read the scripture again. Because Lectio Divina is just a sort of repetitive scripture reading to okay. allow... I was going to um, ask. I was like, those things, is- yeah. It just allows <laughs> those things to sort of... Um, like massage themselves into your heart and into your mind and allow that to just churn over and over again. And, um, you know, just inviting the Holy Spirit to come and speak to my students. And even sometimes me, sometimes by the end of class, Mm -hmm. I'm like, actually, just kidding, guys, I do have a word to share with you. (laughs) But but it's not all that often. I really like just kind of stepping out of the way and, Mm -hmm. and allowing the Holy Spirit to move in the hearts of my students and and to speak to them on an individual basis because ultimately, you know, God knows what they need. That's cool. Yeah. And do you you do this a couple days a week? Is that my holy yoga class is here okay. um, at Cornerstone Chapel on Tuesday nights? At okay. Seven. Yeah. Yeah. We're actually at church right now. Yeah. This is, a, this is an after church podcast episode <laughs> for sure. So yeah. So um, and currently this is my only holy yoga class weekly. I do a couple holy yoga special events. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a Good Friday event coming up this Friday. And then I have a Christ-centered yoga retreat in August that I'm hosting in Amish country. So for those of um, my listeners that aren't religious, Mm. do you also have just a more regular yoga class as well? Yeah, I have a couple of more traditional yoga classes. Mm -hmm. And I say traditional loosely because it's not – it's – very physically based. It's just okay. really about moving the body, connecting breath to movement. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't really do any meditating. It's very light mm-hmm. meditations. So it's more of a teaching you. Yeah, how it's more to of an exercise yeah. class. Okay. Yeah, I have one where we we practice to lots of contemporary like pop music, and okay. then I have another one where we listen to lots of instrumental music. Um, and you know they're they're beginner friendly, mm-hmm. like slow flows. They're not really complicated and crazy, but. <laughs> Um, but yeah, those ones are more those about are like more of my speed. Yeah. Like, like, what am I doing? I don't know. Yeah. 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 No, that's really cool. Um, and it's awesome to just hear that there's, you're willing to have other options, but that mm-hmm. your heart is still based on, you yes. know, being Christ focused. So, um, I love that. Uh, also one other thing I really want to talk about is your blog. Yeah. <laughs> so you actually started this. Right when you got saved, right? Yeah, two weeks after um, two weeks after I got saved. So, where did that come from? <laughs> so I've always um, I've always been a storyteller and I've always been a writer. Mm. So, and I mean, from from a, a very young age, I've always kept a journal and I've always kind of processed 
everything that I was going through at any season of my life through writing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when I got saved, it was kind of around the same time blogs were really becoming popular mm. and much more accessible. So I had a friend who was blogging and I, you know, just reading about her story and reading her blog and hearing just about how this whole thing works Mm-hmm. And then having that connection, that really tight personal relationship with writing in and of myself and like that I brought into, you know, this this life I had just started with Christ. Yeah. Um, I just I sat around and I, I couldn't even put it into words at the time. I just kept telling people like I'm just feeling really compelled to write mm-hmm. and to publish somehow. Um, and blogging the Internet makes that so much easier for people rather mm-hmm. than like you know trying to write books and get published in magazines and stuff you can yeah. just start a blog for free online right um and anybody all over the world can read it so I did I just started blogging and I just started writing stuff and posting it as it was just kind of coming to me it was really therapeutic for me um it really I think helped me especially early on to grow mm-hmm. and to become bold in my in my faith because mm-hmm. I was 22 years old already yeah so it wasn't like I didn't grow up this way I didn't have tons of family invested in in my relationship with Christ. I had mm-hmm. like two relatives that were really interested in it and like one friend. Mm-hmm. So it was good um good practice almost even for just becoming comfortable talking about all the things that were happening in my heart. Um and it's just it's just grown. <laughs> I've been doing it since yeah. 2011. So Yeah, and I so in preparation for this podcast episode, yeah. I started reading and I was like, oh my gosh, <laughs> she is so open because, um, and, and this is probably like my business sense of like, mm. just like a day to day, like job sense is yeah. like, you don't put anything in writing. Right. Like it is scary to put stuff in writing because Terrifying. it can always come back and yes. like it can haunt you later. And, um, you are so open with everything that you write. So how has that affected you? Um, I, well, <laughs> it has, it has had its, um, it has gotten me into trouble a couple of times. I've had a few really difficult situations with people, right? Like mm-hmm. situations with people get messy. And because this is the way that I express myself, there are things that I've learned over time. Like you keep that in your journal. <laughs> you know what I mean? You don't put that right. on the internet. Um, but then there are other things that I've had to sit on and pray on and, um, and decide to publish anyway, even Mm -hmm. the difficult things, because ultimately I really do believe that we are given our stories and we're given our struggles and we're given our difficulties, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? In life to just, um, to just, to be able to display Mm -hmm. the grace and glory of God. And so if I was to avoid talking about even the really dark things or even the really hard things. Mm -hmm. Um, I really feel like it would just be diminishing the work that Christ has done in me. And because of the way that my blog developed, it was literally all about just what I was learning as a new Christian in the Mm -hmm. beginning. And as I've grown, um, you know, my, the things that I have written about have grown and the things that I've encountered have become more intense almost. And so, um, you know, as, as we go from glory to glory, as we go, as we are growing in Christ, like things become deeper and things become heavier sometimes. Mm-hmm. And so I've always just kind of tried to keep it real about that. And very, I think too, being saved so much later in life 
and having such like a messed up story before I even <laughs> got here. Yeah. Um, and, and the way that I encountered grace in the beginning just made me so sure and so confident mm-hmm. in that I could boast in my weaknesses. <laughs> <laughs> and so like, I, I think early on, I just took Paul at his word with that one. <laughs> and, uh, and it's, like I said, it has, it has, you know, gotten me into trouble sometimes. It's mm-hmm. upset some people, but it's also been really amazing to hear from other people mm-hmm. um, about, oh, this really opened my eyes to this thing that I hadn't considered or, oh, this thing changed my life. Or, like, mm-hmm. I have old posts that I still see pop up in my stats every once in a while that get read regularly to this wow. day. That's cool. Um, and so, like, that's really inspiring to know that, you know, this was awful and this, quite frankly, sucked. And, you know, God brought me through this thing and he grew me out of this thing Mm -hmm. and carried me through this thing. Mm -hmm. And now my testimony affects somebody else who might be going through the same thing. And, and it's also opened me up to be in dark places with other people. And so that's been, I would say probably the most worth it. Yeah. Part of everything is that when I hear from somebody who has been where I have been, And they come to me and they're like, I don't even know what to do. Like, I can't even talk to God about this. And then to be able to sit with them in that moment and just quietly inviting Christ back into that situation and showing them grace and showing them love. And, you know, Mm -hmm. he promises that we're two or more gathered in my name. There I am. And so to be able to bring him into that and let them know, like, no, you're still encountering Christ here and he's still encountering you. He's still after you and for you. So that's that's kind of been everything. It just... Yeah, you know, cool. airing out all my stuff just <laughs> lets people know that this is somehow a safe place. Like. Well, I think that it shows that you're you're real, and I think mm-hmm. that a lot of um, a lot of people on the internet, whether it's blogging or podcasting or YouTube or whatever it is that you're doing, they will only post content that they think people want mm-hmm. to hear. Yeah. So, has that given you kind of a boldness to say, like, no, this is me? Mm-hmm. On like a regular basis, this is this is who I am, and you either take me for what I am, or you just need to pass me by. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I really think it has. I and and that's been a really freeing place, even in the last like year and a half or so. That I think um, Christ has really brought me to a place of of really learning and accepting who I am who he made me to be, Mm -hmm. who he's transforming me into. Like we all know where where our transformation is going to, right? We're all being made into the image of Christ. Mm -hmm. But really just kind of like accepting um, where I am on that journey and not in a sense that I'm accepting it to stay here or to make excuses for myself, right? but accepting it in the sense that I'm not going to um, be pressured to be something I'm not. I'm not going to be made to feel bad about things that I haven't attained yet. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what I mean? And then I'm not going to, I guess, sort of, you know, just try to change or pretend in any way. I spent a lot of time pretending in my life and and trying to be something that I wasn't or impress people that mm-hmm. didn't matter. Right. Um, so having going through some of the things that I've been through in the last couple of years, having everything sort of stripped away and starting from scratch, I think that's really the, the biggest thing that he's brought me to is just saying like, no, this is who you are, Samantha. (laughs) This is where you are. Mm -hmm. And I have you here. 
Um, not in the sense that he put me there, but he's got me. Like, he still has a hold on me there. Mm-hmm. Um, he finds you no matter where you yeah, are. Yeah, yeah. And, and just to say, you know, I, I forget the scripture reference too, but that whenever nothing can be snatched from his hand. So if I'm, if I'm in, if I'm in him, mm-hmm. I can't be taken from him. Mm-hmm. So none of these things in the grand scheme of things even really matter to him because mm-hmm. he's already got me. He still has a hold on me. He still has a hold of my heart. So, um, now all of these things can just be used for, you know, his yeah. glory and my good and the good of other people. And I'm sure you've seen that. You've seen mm-hmm. how your bits and pieces and the things that you have gone through, you've been able to talk with other people yes, and been able to really show them that in all of this craziness, yeah. You will get through it. Yes. <laughs> and furthermore, you'll come out of it stronger. Mm, yes. And do you also look back on some of your old posts and like read like where you were at and like remember that and then like realize where you're at now? Yeah. <laughs> and I, I honestly too, I know I and because I know people who do this, um, people who will look back on things and they'll be like, oh, well, my opinion doesn't necessarily line up completely with that anymore. Mm-hmm. And so they'll take old stuff down. You mm-hmm. know, they'll be like, oh, well, I'm going to take this post out because I, I don't necessarily believe this the same way anymore mm-hmm. or I don't interpret this situation the same way anymore. Because a lot of my blogs are stories. Like, they're yeah. things that were happening in my life at the time and just kind of what I learned from them. Um so it's less instructional and more just like, oh, hey, this is what's happening, you know? <laughs> right. Um, yeah, you're not telling anybody what to do. Right. You're just telling just, them what you've been through. This is, yeah. yeah, this is what I learned out of this mess, right? Mm-hmm. So um, there are a lot of things that I don't, I don't see those situations the same way anymore. Mm-hmm. And I, I leave them there because it is nice sometimes to go back and reflect on where I was and to mm-hmm. see where I was and even sometimes really encouraging it. Some. Every once in a while, like I said, something will pop up in my stats, like from the first six months I was writing. Mm-hmm. And everything that I was writing back then was just about encountering the love of God for the first time. Yeah. And so that's just even, that's you know what I mean? It's almost, not even like, yeah. oh, I, oh, I, you know, I totally botched that idea. It's right, like, oh my gosh, just to remember, it really takes me back in that in that like feeling yeah. of, like, holy cow, God yeah. loves me. You know? <laughs> and so, yeah. so that's really amazing. And I really, I do. I like to look back sometimes just to remember where I've come from and almost sometimes to teach myself things. I mm-hmm. feel like some times I wrote things early on that I would, I would need later. Yeah. Yeah. So. No, I even think, um, you made a good point just going back and looking and just remembering like where you were when you first started your turn, your journey with mm. God. So, um, I just know like that, that fresh feeling when you, you first encounter God's love and you're like, okay, like I've got yeah. it now. And I asked for forgiveness and everything's going to be like perfect now. Yeah. And then you're like, oh crap. No, it's not. Oh, like wait, everything just blew up. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Stuff's still bad, but then to go back and remember and be like, okay, I was here, I went through this, I'm I'm here now, mm-hmm. and I can still see how I'm going to need that again. I'm going to need right. that refreshing again. Yes. And then whatever chapters come next, you can still look back on, you know, this moment that you're writing in now that you're, right. you know, I your recent posts seem to be like you are... 
you're in a deep relationship with God. And I can yeah. like, I can really see that. And I see how you're, you're using um, so many different verses to talk about one subject because you are immersing yourself into that. Mm. Like you don't just take one verse and just write on that one verse. It's no, this is a whole subject. Yeah. Like I'm taking the time <laughs> to really like think through and, and see. And so, um, no, I think that's really cool and fascinating. And, Thank you. um, everyone should go check it out. I want to make sure I plug it. Um, samfindsfaith.com. Yeah. Um, and I will put this on all of my social media as well. So you guys will be able to find it on the crush ice combo. And, um, I, I think it's, it's fascinating. So everybody <laughs> go check it out. I love Thank it. You. Um, Thank you. Um, so what's next for you? Um, well, honestly, um, I'm in a season of life right now. Um, I just had my third child. Mm-hmm. Um, he's so, super cute, by the way. Thank you. We <laughs> like him a lot. Oh, that's good. I mean, I hope so. <laughs> he's awesome. Um, but yeah, they're all awesome in their own ways. They're yeah. all so different and so incredible. Um, but yeah, so we have three kids and uh, a nine-year-old, a three-year-old, and a three-month-old. And so life's really quiet right now where, uh-huh. um, you know, my – my husband works his full-time job. I teach mm-hmm. yoga a couple days a week, and I'm home with the kids otherwise. Mm-hmm. And we just, I mean, we spend a lot of time with family, and we just spend a, ton, a lot of time at home. And mm-hmm. it's really, really refreshing, I think, to just kind of invest and pour as much as we can into this mm-hmm. little nuclear family that we have, <laughs> right? And um, and so, and I think that's important when the kids are little. Yeah. Um. And so that's where we are right now. And yeah, like I said, I just, I blog. That's kind of like my, Mm -hmm. my biggest creative expression. And, um, I have like dreams and aspirations for where my yoga business will go once my kids are older. Okay. Um, but I do, I love leading retreats. That's my favorite thing. So like I said, I have one coming up this year. I'll probably do one or two next year. Can you walk us through a little bit about what the the retreats look like just so that way everyone's interested in a good idea? So we're going to be staying, this one in particular, we're going to be staying at the Barn Inn in Amish country. Okay. It's in Millersburg, Ohio. It's beautiful. I, my husband and I stay there every year. It's amazing. Um, and so they have like welcomed us to come like rearrange their like communal space Uh to just practice yoga there. Um, and like I said, it's going to be Christ centered yoga. So on our itinerary, we have time for Bible study. We have time for worship. Mm -hmm. Um, my best friend is a worship leader. She's coming. (laughs) She's going to lead us in live worship. She sings like an angel and I'm so thrilled and so blessed by that. And, um, so yeah, we'll we'll be doing that, and then we'll obviously be practicing yoga. They're mm-hmm. all slow flows, all gentle flows, mm-hmm. um, very uh, meditation heavy practices. Is this beginner friendly? Too? Yes. Okay, cool. Yeah, completely. Awesome. Um, actually, the two people that I just booked for they have no yoga experience, and I am <laughs> thrilled. I am so thrilled. Um, and then we also have – I have some time scheduled for, like, a craft. Mm-hmm. We're going to be eating some delicious food. That's important. Yes. That's very important. Everything that we will be eating is all local to the Amish country. Oh, how cool. The breakfast, they make it right there. It's a bed and breakfast at the Barn Inn. So they make a, a full traditional Amish breakfast, and it's mm. incredible. Um, and then we're – I have uh, reservations for us already at the – it's called the 
Der Dutchman. It's okay. like the probably the most popular restaurant down there. It's huge, so I know they can accommodate us. But it's all Amish food. Like everything is grown there and raised there and and processed there. Everything. So I'm very excited about that. Um, and then we also have about five or six hours just blocked out for people to go and enjoy Amish country. There's so many antique shops. Shop. And yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, just fun, little, cool, creative things. Um, it's just a nice getaway. That's yeah. Awesome. So that people can go. I and mean, somebody, you could stay at the barn if you wanted to, or you can go out and, you know, check out the area and visit mm-hmm. some of the shops. Um, they always give out little, like, coupons for little freebies at places. So that's neat. So people can go and check all that stuff out. And we'll have little goodie bags and just time to kind of share and study the word and get to know one another. And That's really cool. Um, Where do they sign up if they want to sign up? So on my website, I have all the information. It's samgrayyoga.com. Okay. Slash retreats (laughs) is where all the retreat info is. Um, And it's gray, G-R-E-Y. Okay, perfect. So everyone should check that out. I'll also put that link um, in all of my social media as well. Um, Well, I just want to thank you for coming on. Thank you. This has been fantastic. It's been great to um, get to know you. A yeah, bit more. You as get well. to learn about you, yeah. get to hear about yoga and vlogging and all of those wonderful things. Um, everyone, feel free to go check Sam out and um, get to know her more through her blog. Go to one of her classes. Like I said, I'll post all the information up on social media Crushed Ice Convos on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all those places. You guys already know that. Um, but we just thank you for coming on, and thank you. Uh, I'm sure we'll have to have you back again. Yeah. <laughs>